We did have an amazing interview. I have to tell you, she sent me the questions late last night that she wanted to pursue. I was so impressed. The questions are really great. They were very thoughtful questions. They pointed to someone who is a thinker and someone who is reaching for, you know, the spiritual ground you and I have talked about and worked on. She comes out from that ground, the, the, the ground of self-inquiry. This is the perfect way to start your day, start your business, start your life, change your mentality, understand where your powerfulness comes from. She can help you get there. She gives great advice. She has so much wisdom, so much that you can learn from her. I feel more powerful, in control, and more creative after listening to Sabrina's podcast. I wish I were creating this podcast. Welcome to the Success with Sabrina podcast, sponsored by Time Strategic Consulting Group. Hear from successful businessmen and businesswomen and how they became successful sharing tips and techniques with you to foster change and build success with ease and flow, helping you overcome your toughest trials and biggest challenges to finally go for it and make money and create the epic life that you deserve. To get more information about our consulting, public speaking, and business success membership club, go to www.timestrategic.com. Welcome to Success with Sabrina podcast. I have John. And John, how do you pronounce your last name? How do you think you pronounce it, Sabrina? <laughs> go for it. All right. Let's see if I can, I'm going to butcher it, but it's going to be Juancy. You got it. See, it's a lot easier than it looks. Trust yourself. Come on now. That's a lesson. Yes. Yes. We're beginning this uh, podcast interview. And John, uh, he has been an e-myth coach. How long were you a e-myth coach for? E-myth coach uh, for about three, a little over three years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to dive into all of this that we're going to be talking about. But before we even get there, please introduce yourself. I will. Well, you said my name. I'm John Guanci. I work as a um, as a coach. You know, I work with business owners, entrepreneurs, um, or really anyone that is in a position where they find themselves, you know, bumping up against some some obstacles. It's usually the same ones they keep hitting, and and uh, they want to rise above them. They don't want to just rise above them. They just they want to create a, a well a better life and. Um, there's, there's a part of them that realizes or that, that they know that there's, it's almost like they have this number one hit, you know, inside of them. They just, for whatever reason, they can't sing it, you know, but it's there. And, um, that's the part I love doing, you know, getting deep and, and uh, helping people really discover and, and live from, um, this place of, you know, finding your best self. Yeah. Right. I love that because it's it's so much. I think people focus sometimes on trying to grab it or find it out there, but it's like it's already there. It's inside of us, right? That's and right. Yeah. To unfold it and and bring it out, really. Yeah, and I love that. And for most of us, like we get that. You know, we've all heard that before. Like you know, uh, the stuff that's out there, like the external, like more stuff or isn't going to make you happy, right? We've all 
we all get that. But I think very few of us actually, um, like we know that, we, well, we learn that, but we don't really know it. Like we don't really live that way. Yeah. And I think part of it is that we don't know how. You know, it's like not knowing how to do that. Yeah, it's interesting. I heard this quote the other day that money follows joy and it's not the other way around, right? And I think business owners sometimes they get so apprehensive because they it's a, it's a huge undertaking, right? Being able to provide for our families, uh, being able to create something out of nothing, right? Like, I mean, it's not like we're following a path. And so it gets to a point that sometimes we we begin to chase money, I guess. And I think we can fall into that trap with systems. So I'm so excited to be talking to you about this because I have a little bit of background with working with Michael E. Gerber for uh, a short period of time, but definitely enough to get the feel for what he's about, uh, which really is the overall health of the entrepreneur. Um, and I think, and, and it, it down to me as I was thinking about our conversation today, John, I was just thinking about, you know, the book, it's about creating systems, but really with the entrepreneur in mind. So it's not creating the systems for the sake of the business, really. It's for the sake of the entrepreneur. Right. Yeah, it's creating the system so the entrepreneur, the business owner, can have more life. Really, yeah. that's what it is. So yeah. you can pull yourself away from a business where, it's, because more than likely, it's become uh, a job. Mm-hmm. You know, it's become it's actually worse than a job because it all falls on you. Look, you know, I I am a firm believer, and I really feel like this conversation needs needs to happen. That you know, business is not for everyone. And not just because you're very good at something like a technician, right? In Michael's terms, um, that you should go into business, really. It's really about the challenge and the game. And um, you got to be passionate about the business and this new identity that's going to be formed as soon as you open up shop, which is the identity of an entrepreneur. And so just about being good at something, it's about really being passionate about building a business that works for you and creating something. Yeah, I love what you just said, uh, especially early on about this idea that, you know, you don't have to own a business. Mm-hmm. Just because you're good at a particular craft, um, like don't live in the world of shoulds. Because the world, I think, maybe tells us this. Like, you know, I've, I've worked for Sabrina for five years now. You know, say you own a, a I don't know, a contracting business. And I've worked for I've I've worked for Sabrina for five years now. I know this job inside and out. I like the work, and I like Sabrina. But why am I working for Sabrina? Like I can do this stuff. I can open my own shop, right? Hang my own shingle and open the doors. And for most entrepreneurs, that that's how the business started, right? You get that entrepreneurial seizure, and you're like, oh, this is that this is the next step, and you move and you go ahead and you do it. And then, you know, you climb up the ladder of success and you get to the top and you look around and go, wait a minute, I, I don't want this. But but for many of us, we, we do that. We take that step because we feel like it's what we should do. Yeah. And I think we're searching for something uh, which is more related to freedom. Right. Yeah, and right. I think that we don't see another way out other than creating a business if we are really searching for freedom. Uh, but then it's that commitment of like, you know, the minute that you become an entrepreneur, uh, your business is going to grow in direct proportion to how you grow. Right? Yeah, yeah. 
Right. So, so it's it's realizing that there will be a lot of, uh, I guess, things and transformation required of you that perhaps you weren't thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, but it, well, you couldn't see it. Right. For most people, that we don't we don't see it. We we have that seizure. We think that oh, the business is opening up. A business is going to give me the freedom, right? Yeah. And uh, it's it with freedom is going to come fulfillment, but. You know, I, I think I think the better approach, the more productive approach is to is to really understand that you, you can have the freedom and fulfillment without owning a business, obviously. Right. You can you can create that for yourself without taking the leap, because I believe it, it starts here. You know, it's an inside job first. Success is, a, is I believe, an inside job. And if you if you start here versus immediately going to the external in terms of what you can create out there, if you start here first, what's the stuff out there just falls into place. It's more aligned to what you truly want versus what you think you should want, versus what the world's telling you, versus yeah. what your spouse is telling you, versus what your uh your your colleagues are telling you. You know, you you'd be great at this, Sabrina. Go do this. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? We listen to them. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is like, how could you experience that kind of freedom where you're at? Regardless, regardless if you, uh, or you don't even have a business yet, but you're curious about this business world and you want to open up a business for yourself one day. Regardless, it's like, how can you work on feeling that freedom, right? Knowing right. that you really are free. You are. Before you you take actions, external actions. Uh, that you feel like you're gonna, it's almost like you're buying your freedom, but not really, because if you're not free here, then, you know, the whole conversation of what we're talking about, you know, the book by Michael E. Gerber, the E-Myth, right? So yeah. uh, it's, it's going to happen like that. You'll be a slave to your business. And, yeah. you know, and we, we're both passionate about entrepreneurship and we're not trying to talk anyone out of entrepreneurship. No. We're trying to bring a real conversation around the subject of what it takes to be a business owner, because I'm quite tired of all these promises that are not realistic. You know, I remember I started my career in network marketing, John, and, you know, my first money I made in network marketing and I got into this business and I was told, yeah, just do it part time, you know, and there I was traveling the entire world, really, like I had a team, an international team and working like a mad dog to create the kind of results that we were creating, you know, and it's a lie and we're being fed lies. Right. So this is really what I want to do. I want to debunk this lies. Um, Now, before you became an e-myth coach, what were you doing? Uh, I had a business. Okay. I was in business with my brother. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's well, well, it still is is a sandwich shop catering business Mm -hmm. and uh, it's still there. I sold my half to my brother. And, um, I did that for many years. And at the time I didn't know coaching, this kind of coaching that you and I are talking about, right. Even existed, you know, to have someone there that you could go to that could, yes, provide you some systems to allow you to do your work better. And also to allow you free you from the business. Um, but also have someone that can, that can dive deep with you in terms of helping you discover well, what it is that you really, really want versus what you think you should want. Right? So I was living in this place of, you know, working 60 plus hours a week, six and a half days a week and 
making a living, right? Mm-hmm. And making good money. And, but I have this, um, my relationship to, to work was all just messed up. Like I had this belief that as long as I was working hard, right, as long as I was contributing to society and showing up each day and putting in my hours and, and working hard, then I was okay. You know, like my, my personal worth was tied into, uh, work, you know, and, um, I didn't know where the hell a business was going. Right. I, I, I didn't know what next year, what I wanted next year to look like. I had an idea, but I, I didn't, I wasn't able to like, to process it and to, and to, um, to dream even. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was very stagnant. And I decided that it was, um, it was time to move on. And I actually, what did I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I knew I didn't want to run a business the way I knew how to run a business, right. To open up another shop. Mm-hmm. But that's when everybody was telling me, you're so good at it. You should do it. You should open up another place and, you know, and I'm ready to do it until finally I was, I had the sense to, to, to say no. And I started inviting people out for coffee that, that did work that I thought I might like to do. In that time, somebody gave me the, a copy of the E-Myth, right? Why most small businesses fail and what to do about it. And I read the book cover to cover in one day. Yeah. Never had I read a book that fast. And it's a, it's a quick read, but at the time I didn't read a lot. And it was, I called my buddy up the next day who recommended the book. And I'm like, dude, this book is well, written for me. <laughs> exactly. 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 Where was this book when I was in business? So then I had the seizure of, oh my gosh, I'm going to take this book and I'm going to help business owners. I'm going to help the guy or gal who was in my shoes. And we're going to make magic happen. Right. The two of us are going to work together. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to help them. I'm going to get the tools through the EMIF curriculum. Right. Mm-hmm. Sign on the bottom line, pay you 20 grand. You become a certified EMIF coach, did all that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm working with clients. I'm working with people who were once in or who were, in, who were, yeah, whose shoes I was once in. And things were moving. But after a while, I realized that there was something missing. It was the deeper work. And when I say deeper work, I don't mean to, you know, sound like new aged or like um, out there. I just mean. You, know what you were missing, John. You were missing Gary. <laughs> missing Gary, my coach. Yeah. Gary Moore, the great, the one and only. Master yeah. Jedi. The minute Gary showed up in your life, magic was created. That's it. <laughs> but it's this, it's, it's the ability in learning, learning how to take a client who, or a business owner Who's, who's in a hurry, right? John, you got to help me, man. Like sales are down, revenue's down. I'm working 70 plus hours a week. I'm beginning to hate my job. So give me systems. Help me get out of here. So it's working with someone like that and saying, okay, I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. You want the systems. And you know, we're going to go there. But before we go there, we need to go here. Yeah. Like, we need to go here. Yeah, because it's so it's so interesting what you're saying. You know, I'm sitting at this beautiful hotel today because I wanted to get out of Miami and go to like the beautiful, yeah. you know. And and I was having this realization this morning as I was getting ready. I was like, you know, guess who you get to take wherever you go? <laughs> Yourself. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, is this a trick question? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know, if you can't enjoy your own company and you can't like, you know, and the same thing with 
systems, really, because you can create all kinds of systems. But if you bring the chaotic self into the system that you just created, right. disaster. Don't spend all the time going and rushing to create the system because there are a lot of work, number one. And number two, they're not going to, they won't get sticky. In other words, people aren't going to follow them. Mm-hmm. If you yourself aren't walking the walk, you know what I mean? If they're not coming from here, if they're, if they're not grounded in, well, your values, yeah. in terms of the things that you care about. Yeah, exactly. So now that we cover like a little bit of like what it takes for you to become in order to develop great systems, like yeah. let's talk a little bit about systems because we, we're both are very passionate about it. And, and we know that it can really leverage your time and, and all of that. So out of all the systems that you've helped people in this years of the e-myth coaching, what's your favorite? Oh, what a great question. Jeez, uh, I, um, I don't know. I, there's, there's quite a few. And I, if I had to say, you know, one or at least a couple, the favorite for me, because it, um, it's so foundational, it's so, um, you know, at, your, at a person's core is is working and helping people through what, what they called at the time, uh, values, passion, and purpose, mm-hmm. you know, getting grounded in really who it is that you are mm-hmm. declaring that mm-hmm. and committing to that each and every day, right? practicing that, mm-hmm. knowing that for a very long time, you were not that best self. So it's time mm-hmm. step into it. But also know that you're going to have to, well, you don't have to, but it'll it'll help you if you allow yourself infinite amounts of patience mm-hmm. as you begin to step into this best self and be that person. And the more and more you do that, what, what ends up happening is, like, that's foundational. Now we can go to, okay, your core company values, the, the vision of the business in terms of where you see it. Then taking your vision and pulling out uh, the, the the key progress indicators, the KPIs, which is going to allow you to to stay on track, right? So you've got a target. You've got a target. You need a target. You got to know where you're going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now we've developed a system. So if you go off target, which you will, right? We're just gonna we're, we're just gonna steer it back. So so I have a question about the KPIs because I'm always looking at KPIs too. Uh, but as a consultant, I find it hard to actually have industry KPIs. Like, where do you go to find, like, let's say you're helping an electrician, right? Yeah. Uh, and like how, because it's, you can determine your own KPIs you for business, right? But it always helps if you're able to get your hands on industry KPIs. Well, is there, is yeah, there, a, I mean, do that? you have Google, right? Most of that stuff's out there, number one. So if you're an electrician, um, there's that, but there's a there's another question that you might not be asking yourself, which is, what do you want to measure? What do you, Bill, Mr. Electrician, own a business? What do you want to measure? Well, I don't really know. Well, where are we going? Right? What's the vision? Where do you see yourself in five years? Well, I see myself at X amount of revenue, this number of employees, uh, these are these are the these are the uh, 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 position agreements in terms of how we do things, why we do things certain way. These are the standards as to how we do them. Okay, you want to measure those? Okay, well then we're going to set up a system together, you and I, 
And those are going to be indicators. So pull them out. And then every 90 days or so, we're going to take a measurement. We're going to take a temperature of the water. Yeah. You know what? And that's the thing, too. It's a trap, you know, because we start to compare our businesses to other businesses in our industry. Right. And we look at social media and we see what people are doing. And we're like, man, you know, if only I could. And it's a trap because it's really like those KPIs that you might get your hands on. They don't show the entire picture. That's right. And they may not be they may not be right for what what it is that you're trying to create. The moment, at least for me in my coaching career, and I still have moments where I look at a Sabrina and go, oh, geez, maybe I'm supposed to be doing what she's doing. That looks like a lot of fun. Or I'm not doing that. And then the judgment sort of builds up. I'm like, oh, boy, I'm going to be left behind. Right? So business owners, same thing. Yeah. Like you just said, we're looking at what, what our competitors are doing. But the moment we, we, um, we realize or that we own the fact that, you know what, I'm not – what Sabrina's doing is none of my business. I wish her well, but – I don't want to do it that way. Mm-hmm. I'm creating something else. I'm just going to concentrate on the work in front of me yeah. and not concern myself with what Sabrina is doing. Yeah. I mean, this is such important, you know, conversation that we're having because I think we get so serious and we stop being playful. You know, I remember at least when I, I went into business, I was all about the numbers, you know, yeah. I've always been passionate about systems and numbers, uh, but I was so uptight. Right. And so it's like, it's just like, I, and then like, I sign myself up for some coaching and people are like, Relax. right. Like, Why do we do that? That much money flew all the way here for you to tell me to relax. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's what Gary pretty much. That's what I pay Gary for my coach. Every time. Right. Just relax. $20,000 a year. Yeah. Just, you know, oh, that was a lot of fun, Gary. He may have said two words in the conversation. Um, no, it's but why do we do that? That's a that, that's a great point. Like why why does it have to be so serious? I think it goes back to what you mentioned before that it has everything to do with patience. Really, John, because we're just not patient enough. We live in a society now. and we go about it, you know, in every every role that we have in our lives. We look at our kids and we're like you should have table manners by now, right? Like, I have three boys and I'm sitting across the table from them and I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is insane. I don't know if I could ever have guests over. You guys don't know how, you don't have table manners, you know? And it's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's a difficult job that we do. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, I, I think that the, one of the reasons why it can be so hard for people is because, um, yeah, we want it now. So there's this restlessness that occurs and we're not okay with the restlessness. We don't like it. We want to rid ourselves of it. So we think in order to rid ourselves from it, that means we need to act. We need to take action now. Mm-hmm. But, and you certainly can do that, of course. And there's many, there's many successful business owners or many successful entrepreneurs built their business from that, from a place of restlessness, from a place of, I, I need it now. If I don't move now, then this isn't going to work. So it's a place of fear. That can be a good motivator. Well, it can be a motivator. I don't think it's a good motivator. But there can. there's another way. And I think it's actually a more productive way. And it's called creating from a place of, you said it, use the word playfulness, right? 
Gary would say stillness. Right? Stillness. Yeah, your problem is you don't you don't bring enough stillness in your life. First wow. time I said that to me, I'm like, what are you talking about? I, I got to pay bills. I got to pay a mortgage. Stillness? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's more being to him versus versus doing, right? More being, less doing. More being and more strategic doing, right? That's right. Like, yeah. really? so I would say we're not doing, but yeah. we're doing from a place of ease and flow, right? He loves those two words, ease and flow. From a place of uh, openness, from a, from a lighter place, from a uh, not this. Right. From joy, right? Like, and, That's and, it. From a place of that. It, because if you access that, mm-hmm. if you produce or if, or if you create from that place, really what is what is you're doing? You're, you're, you're tapping into what I believe is to be your, we all have it. Your, your creativity, your inner creativity, that success mechanism that's in all of us that you're only able to access, though, if you're at ease. Yeah. You can't get it when you're in a – you can't you're not, you can't create from that place f- from this. Right. Right. Exactly. That's slowing down to speed up. You know, if you want to go, you got to first slow, slow your ass down. You got to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we're about to end – uh, this amazing. What do you mean? End. <laughs> started. I know, right? We're just getting started, man. Uh, but but I I do want to leave up room for. Is there anything else that you want to tell the business owner out there, so we can close it with the golden key? It uh, don't confuse um, pleasure with joy. They're not the same. Pleasure pleasure you can get from a, a bottle of wine. Mm. You know, pleasure is fleeting. Joy is something that you that you want to shoot for. You know, joy is isn't fleeting. And yeah, you can live from that. You can you can live from a place of joyfulness. It sounds crazy. Right. But without anything. Dolce paniente. Right. Like the Italians have already mastered. What is it? (laughs) What's the saying? So exactly what you're saying, you know, the Italians have mastered, right? Dolce Faniente. It's that the stillness, that joy that comes from within. And if you if you want to understand this better, you can watch the that movie with Elizabeth Gilbert, the Eat, Pray, and Love. And in the movie, he uh, the guy there talks about that the Americans need to learn how to have joy. Yeah, slowing down, right, and knowing. That you can't, you can get all you want. Like your net, the external is never going to fulfill you. Mm-hmm. Anything coming from outside of you won't ever fulfill you. It's got success is an inside out job. Yeah. You can live joyfully and others may look at you and go, I, like, I, I don't know how he's doing it or I don't know how she's doing it because last I heard she had, her business was failing and uh, her husband's got cancer. What is she doing? How is she able to live life that way? It's because you've been able to access the, the inner being that your best self, which is there in all of us, and you make a commitment to live from that each and every day. It's not that you're you're not you're not um, you're not being fake. You're just you're, you're just you open up to all of it. I think I think some people, they want you to be miserable because they are miserable, you know, and so they judge because and then you fall into listening to those judgments. That's right. Because, for instance, you know, there was so much going on with the COVID, right? Like, and I kept going. 
right? As much as I could, I stayed positive and I kept going. And I remember just having conversations like with uh, this one particular person that I love, you know, and is very present in my my life, which is like my own mom, right? (laughs) And my mom was like, what are you doing? Why are you talking about this? Don't you know what's going on? You know? (laughs) And it's like, Okay, mom, I'm sorry. I guess I'll shape it up and I'll like, you know. Not at all. You just keep going. You keep going. And you know what I love about you, Sabrina, is that you just go. You begin before you're ready. Yeah. And that that as a as a business owner, uh, you know, most of us are, are, are you know, most business owners, they're they're and again, I'm not saying this to I hope I'm not saying this like I'm a know-it-all, but it's most business owners that the fear of screwing up, right? The fear of, of losing the business, the fear of not making enough money is greater than their desire for things to be different. It's, it's never going to work. You're never going to turn it around if the fear is always greater than the desire for things to be different. Your desire needs to increase. And, and the way to do that, I believe, is you got to take ownership. You got to just show up in, in, in whatever the world presents to you. You own it. Um, do we have has another second? I just have a quick story. Yes, we'll go over a little. Who cares? Uh, so <laughs> Gary Mahler, uh-huh. your coach with Gary. Yes. He's still your coach. Once he's your coach, he's always your coach, he whether always, you're paying him or not. Exactly. He will always. And I'm working to make him proud. Always. You are. He loves you dearly. <laughs> he introduced us to. I mean, he must think highly of you for, you know, for you, for me to be introduced. I'm kidding. <laughs> You shared this story with, with me yesterday, and I'll just preface it by saying it's about this just showing up to all of life. Like whatever, love all of your creations. Whatever presents itself, be with it. Choose it. Own it. Versus going into victimhood. Like, oh, you're not going to believe what happened to me, which is where a lot of us go. Right. So his uh, he lives in Vancouver, as you know. Mm-hmm. Eckhart Tolle lives in Vancouver. So um, I don't know, years ago, Eckhart, he had a, uh, Gary had a copy of The Power Now. And uh turns out Gary's best friend is Eckhart Tolle's dentist. <laughs> so uh, Gary Gary gives the book to his buddy and says, hey, see if you can get him to sign this. Will you do that? His buddy's like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. So sure enough, Eckhart Tolle comes in, signs the book for Gary, signs it, Gary. And he writes, whatever happens, and I'm reading this because I have it right in front of me. Whatever happens, choose it as if you've chosen it, Eckhart Tolle. So he gets this back and he's looking at it. He's like, this was, a few, this was years back, but he's looking at it. And he goes, what the heck? What does it even mean? Right. right? Whatever happens, choose it as if you've chosen it. Wow. So, My choice. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, I sat with that for a bit. And what we came up with is, is basically what he's saying is, whatever happens, treat it as, in other words, whatever happens disappointment, suffering, whatever the world presents you, whatever it is, whatever happens, treat it as if you've chosen it. In other words, own it. Whatever's been presented to you, own it and act as if, treat it as if you chose that. So right there, if you sit with it long enough, you'll get it. Um, So much suffering is avoided when you live that way. And that is another way to increase the desire to have the desire become more than the fear of screwing up, right? For most of us, it's this, it's this fear of 
the, the question we're, we're asking the wrong question. We're asking the question, oh my gosh, what could go wrong? Yeah. Versus the question, oh my gosh, what could go right? You know, I just had this conversation with a client this morning because of course she you did. That's why we're talking about it now. <laughs> she um, she's doing big business, even though everything is going on, you know, and she was saying, gosh, I'm so scared, like, you know, taking these moves, like she's opening up, up a branch of her real estate brokerage in Orlando mm-hmm. and she has a branch in, in Miami. Yeah. And she's like, man, you know, there's that going on, right? Like everything going on. And, and, you know, and I was telling her, you know, the quality of your life and the quality of your business is going to be directly proportional to the quality of the questions that you ask yourself. Totally. Love so if you're sitting and you're asking what can go wrong. Oh my gosh. Right. Well, you're going to get, you're going to see all the things that, are, that can, because whatever it is you're looking for, you're going to see, right? Yeah. That's the question you're asking yourself and that's what you're going to see. And and obviously it's harder to coach leaders, right? It's it's always harder because they always have some smart, like, rebook that you're like, ah. So they know better. <laughs> so then, yeah. So then she said to me, she said, well, but I just read this book that, you know, there was like the team that was preparing to go to space and they were actually planning on, and they were talking about how they would react if things yeah. didn't go as planned. And she's like, isn't there value in that? So that's my question to you. What would you say to your client? I do. I do think there's value in that. I do think it's value before you leave your house each and every day to, 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 to have the, to say to yourself, hey, listen, things aren't going to go the way I haven't planned to go today. They won't, they'll never go exactly as I've planned them to go. So I'm going to decide right now when the shit hits the fan. Take a nap. (laughs) What am I going to do? (laughs) How am I going to respond? Because I know what I normally do. I freak out. I react, you know, Um, that way doesn't work. I've learned that. I've seen that. I see what happens when I do that. So I'm going to decide right now, what am I going to do? Because I know at least 50% of my day is going to work out the way I want it to. So she's right. It is a good idea to um, plan for the unexpected because it most assuredly will come. We can never know. Like things are never going to. That's a guarantee. We're, things are never going to turn out exactly as what we had hoped they would turn out. They just won't. But so what? You know? So what? No big deal. That's how I use so what. I use so what as synonymous with like, with no big deal. Mm-hmm. When I work with clients, it's, it's, you know, we, we get, we make it a big deal uh, in terms of the things that we, we keep doing over and over again. And we make it like we have this, this character defect or this personality defect. That's not what it is. It's just a habit. We've gotten really good at doing that. Right. All we need to do is undo it and have you create more productive and or loving habits. That's all it is. So don't don't make a big deal out of it. Don't uh, identify with it. Yeah. No big deal. So what? Move. So what? Move. So what? Move. That's it. Yes. Love it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, we got two more hours. I'm ready. I'm just getting warmed up. <laughs> Thank you so much. We're gonna do others. I gotta get Gary here, oh. and we're gonna do others for sure so you know as we keep going and our businesses are transforming and you're transforming i would love to have you back on the show and talk about what you're up to (laughs) i would love to have you on my little show that i do on thursdays at 9 a.m eastern there you go there you go oh you don't need to commit to it now i don't want to put you on the spot (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, stay with it for a bit, and you can let me know. But. Let me pull my Patricia agenda. Yeah, here. exactly. <laughs> John, it's been a pleasure. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, likewise, Sabrina. Thank you so much. It's been fun. Bye, guys. Thanks for joining us today. To join our free Facebook group and access the links and resources mentioned in the shows and much more, go to www.sabrina-gagnon.com. That is G-A-G-N-O-N. You will become a member of a private Facebook group dedicated to providing the best practices, skills, and strategies to grow your business. And remember, we all have natural advantages that comes from our instinctive power. You are perfectly created to accomplish so much. Let's challenge the status quo and create a business and life you love. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.